What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I am your host, Fly Guy DY, uh, the Prince of Seattle, Diaz York, your boy Slim. And uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and give ourselves, you know how I always do it, round of applause. I'm going to turn it up a little bit. How's everyone doing on this phenomenal Monday, fabulous Monday? I know Mondays are typically not the most sought out day of the week because it's like the second day of the week. For those who don't know, Sunday's the beginning of a new week, I think. That's what they say on the calendar. It's what it is. Um, but we universally agreed that Monday was the start of the week. But anyway, that's besides the point. Anyways, because your work week, Sunday's the beginning of the work week. But um, for those who don't know. But anyway, I hope everybody is doing well. I hope everybody is staying safe. I hope everybody's masking up. I hope everybody's following the protocol. I hope everybody is just doing great. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Mine's was pretty good. I got tired a lot quicker than I expected. Um, yeah, it was just crazy, man. I got tired. I got really, really tired. It was a turkey. I don't like turkey. I think we need to get rid of turkey. I know turkey's tradition, but turkey got to be good. If it's not like smoked or anything like that, it can't. It, it, we can't do that no more. We can do just the bacon, the turkey, and the you know we can't. We gotta do the. Uh, we gotta do this the smoked turkey. Or we have to fry the turkey, or we gotta do something else with the turkey because I am not a fan of turkey anymore. But I never was a fan of turkey. Turkey has never been all that great to me. I know people like it. Um, but question: How long do you like? How what is the appropriate time to like? Uh, when you're eating like Thanksgiving leftovers, because there's gonna be leftovers. Unless you're feeding like a lot of people, but like, what is the um, the appropriate time to like not eat the leftovers? You know what I'm saying? Like, how long do you have to to go to eat the leftovers? I'm thinking at least three days. Most most of the time, leftovers only last about three days. Now, I like eating leftovers, um, but leftovers are more like a lunch thing because you can. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's a continuation from dinner, so you eat it for lunch or whatever the case may be, but I don't really eat lunch, so it's hard for me to say that. But um, and no one's really like going out anymore because COVID and stuff like that. We're I think we're back in phase two or something like that. But um, in Washington at least. But yeah, I just think Thanksgiving. I I think the leftovers is something totally different. Like you have to like, cause I get tired of eating the leftovers. You know what I'm saying? You're just like, oh, I'm tired. What's for dinner? Leftovers. You're like I'm tired of eating leftovers. What's well? What else we got? You know what I'm saying? I think everybody feels that way about leftovers. But if the leftovers is hidden, you don't want them. You don't want to not eat them. You know what I'm saying? But I think about three to four days, and then you could throw it away, honestly, because who's trying to sit up here and eat leftovers for a full week? Um, that's disgusting. You don't get tired of eating the same thing over and over. I thought about that when I was got the meal uh, meal prep for me and my little sister. But I had to I have to really think about the, what meals I want to cook because if I just cook the same meals over and over again. You would get tired of it, you know what I'm saying? But, but one thing I one uh, like, somebody asked me what's a food or a dish that you'll never get tired of eating. I think, I've had it so much in my life. I think like chicken, rice, and like broccoli, chicken, rice, and a in a in a vegetable or a green something I'll never, you know, not get rid of. Like not get a, uh, not get rid of, not be like I'm tired of eating it. Um, cause it's a it's a first of all you got your protein with the chicken. You got your starch with the, uh, or your carbohydrate or starch with the rice. And if you want to get some bread, you get some bread, you know what I'm saying, for your carbs. I know, because rice don't really count as carbs, more of starch, but um, but they do, you know, anyways. Or even potatoes, chicken, potatoes, steak, potatoes. Um, And get you some asparagus or some salad or broccoli or whatever, you know what I'm saying, like. That's something that I'll never get, like, not eat. You know what I'm saying? You might even throw some salmon in there. You know what I'm saying? Because salmon be, when it's done correct, salmon's really different. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I like salmon, though. I know it's. I know you got to, like, watch it because, you know, it's, it is. Is it really seafood or is it just fish? Because seafood, you have to watch because you have cholesterol and I'm black, so I got to watch everything. But um, I got to watch my back. And I gotta watch my um, my organs, make sure that you know I don't have high blood pressure and high blood sugar and stuff like that. I want all my limbs intact before I go. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, I just, you know, you gotta watch out for the seafood and stuff like that. My mom has fish oil pills I need to take. They're really good for your heart. Fish oil is really good for your heart. It's good for your blood pressure, cholesterol, whatever. But um, yeah, I just think that leftovers should be, it's a rule, three days. The most is four. If it gets to five, you gotta, you gotta kind of start eating something else because if you're, if everybody's eating the leftovers, say you have a family of four, and if everybody's eating the leftovers, even if it's just two people, if everybody's eating leftovers, there's not a lot of food left, you know? So you have to make more food. So I think by like the second day, you probably want to cook dinner and have the option of we have dinner. We have a new dinner, or you can still eat the leftovers as an option. And then that new dinner that you just prepared has, you know, about three to four days maximum. And then it's good. So, yeah, I just think that there just there needs to be a rule on Thanksgiving leftovers. There needs to be a rule for everything, but especially Thanksgiving leftovers. I feel like that's like one of the more important things because it's like no one would sit up there and eat turkey all day. That's last night I was I, I was eating some turkey. I was like, bro, I'm tired of eating this damn turkey. Nothing wrong with the turkey. I was just tired of eating the damn thing. You know, you had it for what Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yesterday was Sunday. I had it four days in a row. I'm tired of eating it. The bag, it, it, you know, it's almost gone anyway. So I'm tired of eating turkey. But um, that's besides the point. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. I hope everybody did some shopping, got some deals. Um, I didn't go shopping because I'm not an idiot. And when I do go shopping, it'll probably be like throughout December for the Secret Santa stuff. It's just a lot. It's just, it's not even a lot, but it's just like, ugh. you know what I'm saying? Ugh. But um, anyways, let's get right into it. So uh, one of the first things I wanted to talk about was growing up. I mean, I still am growing up, and I think we all are still just growing up as just people, period. Um, it's part of our evolution as human beings. It's part of our, uh, our brain. It's part of that. Uh, just try evolution. That's just like I said, as human beings and just growing up and just trying to figure out a way. There's a will, there's a way. Trying to just figure it out. But as a kid, you know what I'm saying. Circumstances are different for different people. People got to grow up a lot faster than I did. And same with me, I had to grow up a lot quicker than people did, than some people did. Um, but yeah, I just. Growing up is a weird thing, and it's tough. Like I said, I was just like, I'm thinking to myself, I got bills to pay, and I'm just sitting here like, I don't want to pay and no bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, bills, that's something that I just don't want. Don't want to do? Excuse me. I don't want to, like, pay. I don't think any adult wants to pay bills, because bills, it just takes, you know, I don't know. It wasn't a part of my plan. Now, I've always said this. I, I, I said to myself all the time. Um, you know, I was like, when I'm fifth, if I was right now, so back then I was like 15, 14 when I was saying this stuff, I was like, if I had a car, a, a good, decent job, whatever, in an apartment, I wouldn't need my parents. You know what I'm saying? I said that. And I'm starting to see that now. Like I kind of, I mean, I don't need my parents. So I kind of got it figured out. And you got to grow up and figure it out on your own. It's about experiences and stuff like that. But you also, I want to have my parents around so they can help me and still guide me. and You know, still teach me intangible things that I might not know. That I might not know, yet know. And that they've been, like they said, they've been through the ringer. They've been through life. So, and they would know, obviously. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, growing up is a weird thing. And I tell, I tell my cousins all the time, I'm like, man, stay as young as you can. You know, if I go, if I was 14, 15, 16, man, forever, I'm taking it, you know what I'm saying, I'm taking that, over 18 plus, trying to figure this out, I'm taking it, you're still in high school, you're still in, you're, it, I've entered my prime, but, yeah, so, what, yeah, what is up with that, though, the primes, they're talking about guys in their 40s are prime, I'm like, what is that, what, that makes no sense, because I thought, like, 40s was, like, midlife crisis type stuff. I didn't think 40s meant your prime, but I don't know. But anyway, like, I would take the being 16. I don't reg I don't regret growing up because uh, you can't regret something that's going to happen regardless. You you just can't regret that. But, yeah, I just, if, if somebody said 20, uh, 18 plus or 16, I'm taking, I'm taking the 16 
any given Sunday. I'm taking the 16. And I think everybody will take 16. You hear about you hear the saying, to be 16 again, to be 17 again. You ain't really doing much. You're just going to school and having a good time. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? Now, I mean, you're, you're in college. College, people are starting to figure out college is BS. And, yeah, they just, they just think it's BS. And another thing about growing up is I feel like people have this distorted perception. Like, if you have a distorted perception, you have a distorted reality. Everything, you know, those two go hand in hand. Um, yeah, so people, because I'm, I'm on Twitter. <clears throat> Excuse me. Last night I was on Twitter. And this one girl tweeted, she was just like, why do I feel like people got me feeling like, people at 20 got me feeling like, or just people, period, got me feeling like at 20 years old, I'm a failure. I'm supposed to have 100, I'm supposed to have six figures and yada, yada, yada. But I'm just like, nah, because growth is a, is a, is a, a subjective thing. You know what I'm saying? Growth is not a, it's not a, um, everybody can't grow up at the same time. I'll just say that. Some can, some can't. Some will figure it out sooner than later. Um, but why do you feel like you... I don't feel like I'm a failure. I don't, I'm don't. i almost 20. I don't have six figures. And everybody's in a rush to be famous. That's not a part of growing up. You know what I'm saying? It Being... I'm sorry. Um, just read something, but anyways, um, yeah, I just never understood that. Like, you're 20 years old. Why do you have to worry about being, getting, having six figures? Like, who said that? Like, that was the criteria of like being of being successful or not being a failure. Like I said, you don't fail at life. You don't fail it. I've said this on previous episodes. You don't fail at life. There's no such thing as failing at life. There ain't no winning or losing in life. It's just it's the ones that understand it and the ones that don't. But your time and your maturation process is depends on you and your understanding of life. If you don't, if you don't mature in time, or if you don't, if you just don't, if it takes you longer to mature, you don't understand life. If it take, if you're faster to mature, you know what I'm saying. You'll understand life, but it's also it's a double edged sword because you don't want to mature too fast because then you won't feel like. You feel like you're missing out on the greater things and the finer things of life. While as on the backside of it, if you don't mature fast enough and you're still a little immature, you're not you're not missing you're missing out on being an adult and trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? You're doing too much partying and kicking it and ha ha he and when you could have been, you know what I'm saying? Been the you know you you could have been doing something great. Not saying that you're doing, I'm not saying that you're not doing nothing great, but. It's it's tougher, you know what I'm saying, to like, I don't know. I just think six figures at 20 years old, everybody wants to get famous quick. Like, it's just no type of hustle, no type of heart, no nothing. It's just, let me get famous real quick, you know what I'm saying? And and I and I know ways. And they and people have given, given blueprints, you know what I'm saying? But people don't understand if you have a hobby, you get famous for it, you get rich. That's always will be the case. People will know you for what you are. And for who you are, but they will never be willing to pay. That's the other backhand of being a celebrity. What? Why I gotta pay? You know what I'm saying? And I just think people just need to calm down. Like I said, growing is at your own rate. Growing is subjective. It's not objective. You don't have to grow whatever rate they say you have to grow. It could be a snail's pace. It can be a, a whatever pace. Honestly, growing is just a part of you. It's what you. It's what you think. You know, it's timing. Timing is everything. I'm a, I am a, a figure. I say that all the time. Timing is everything. I stand on timing is everything. You know what I'm saying? Because whenever you feel ready, do it. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to do it, just don't have acid. You know what I'm saying? It's because my mind, the way I thought throughout high school or towards the latter years of high school, I was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm all in. If I don't do it, I'm not going to do it. There ain't no half-assing. So if I know why my test scores are low, it's because I didn't do the homework. So I just know there's a reason why. There's a reason for everything. You know, I'm not going to half-ass the homework and then figure out why I did some of the homework. I don't know why my test... Well, you half-assed it. You should have you did it. If you did it all the way, then your test scores wouldn't be as low. 
but high school was all BS anyway. So, yeah, you, you can't half-ass anything. If you're going to do something, if you're going to grow up, don't half-ass growing up either. Don't half-ass anything in life. But, like I said, it's either you do, you grow up, or you don't. You know what I'm saying? You you understand life or you don't understand life. And if you don't understand it and it takes some time for you to understand life, it's totally fine. No one's sitting up here rushing you. We got to stop rushing people just because they're not at a, a particular criteria or at a particular level in their life. And we think that they have failed, quote unquote. They haven't failed. They're just figuring it out. And, and you know, let those people figure it out for themselves. But it's disrespectful to be like, it's inappropriate and disrespectful to herself to for her to sit up here and say that I feel like I'm a failure because I don't have six figures. Like no one should ever make you feel that way, ever. Like it's just six figures. Like and money is like I said, if you don't feel rich at life, you'll never feel rich at all. So and you'll never be wealthy. Health is wealth. And if you feel like you're rich, then you'll be wealthy because you wouldn't even look at money as like the like the end all be all. There's other things to obtain and, and to achieve in life. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's just a part of growing up. It's just the maturation process of human beings. I just think that we gotta just not judge everybody off of everybody. You know, you're like, oh, don't judge me. People are gonna judge you. So stop saying that. Stop saying that. Well, only God can judge me. Well, I'm gonna. Well, Abraham from across the street. Uh, Tanya from across the way is gonna. She's gonna judge you. He's gonna judge you. If you gotta just still do you, and you're focused on the wrong stuff. If you're if people are telling you that you're a failure or feeling and you are you are you feel like you're a failure, the social media has done that to you. It has corrupted your mind enough to be like you have failed because you're 20 years old and you don't have the you don't have a car, or it, okay you should have been at a car at 20, but you don't have uh, six figures. You know what I'm saying? Your net worth isn't greater than a hundred thousand. Like that should never be the case. Like I said, you're 20 years old. You're still in school. You're a sophomore in college. You're either a sophomore or a junior in college. Like it's fine. Like you don't have to have the 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 the, the crazy money that these guys have. You know what I'm saying? And these are people that are like influencers who don't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? They just find a way. They just found a way. There's a there's there's loopholes. In this game of like being a celebrity and being rich and famous and stuff like that. There's being successful. There's loopholes. There's easier ways to get famous. They just got famous. They, they just, I mean, that's just what happened. Like they found a loophole, whether it be social media, they exploited social media for what it was. And then they got famous. Period. They don't do anything. You know what I'm saying? And if they're making you feel that way, you're worried about the wrong people. You need to worry about yourself, and your family, and what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? If you're worried about someone else's success, you can't even focus on your own. If you focus on somebody else's awards and accolades, you can't even notice what you got in front of you. You know what I'm saying? You focus on someone. If you count someone else's blessing, blessings, you can't be able. You won't be able to count yours. So just you know, just focus on yours. You know what I'm saying? Like J. Cole said, there's gonna be a bigger house than the one you got. There's going to be clothes that are fresher than the ones you rock. There's going to be a better girl out there on them tours. But you ain't never, never, never going to be happy until you love yours. So just love your life, man, and live your life, honestly. That's what I got to say about that. Because you can't feel like you're a failure at 20 years old. Quote, unquote. You're not, you didn't fail. It's just your process. It's your time. Your time It's either you ain't working hard enough or your time ain't come yet. And if you're working hard, then it's just about timing. And once you hit, you hit, man. And then you understand the process that it took. And then you tell your story on like, it is a marathon. It's not a sprint. People that sprint, don't they become one hit wonders and then they're not famous no more. You know what I'm saying? They're not relevant. You want to be relevant. If you want to be a, a celebrity, you want to be relevant. Whatever field you're in, you want to be relevant. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, just, I don't know, man. If you if, But if you feel that way, you shouldn't feel that way. Because who, honestly... Who cares? Who gives a damn? Who cares? You know what I'm saying? It's on you. It's just what you want to do, and how, it's just what it's just you. It's on you. Everything you do for your in your life is predicated on you. No one else. So stop focusing on everybody else. I watch. I was watching a, a video, and Diddy was on this uh, on the shoot for a mu- uh, he was on set for uh, a music video, and they and he was just like the one thing why I became so successful. One of the most important things why I became successful is because I didn't care about what anybody else did. I didn't give a damn. With what, what they were doing, I was so focused on me. And when I got to the top, I still wasn't even focused on them. 
I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, I didn't give a damn. Like, I'm so focused on me. Like, I need to be focused and worried about what I'm doing before I need to worry about someone else and what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, if you start watching people, if you're watching other people's opportunities, you're going you're gonna to miss you're gonna miss the ones that are passing you by. You know what I'm saying? So you worry about the wrong stuff. And that's what social media does to you. Social media corruption, mine. I get off of it. I'm just like, this is unimportant. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, who cares? You have you have a, you have a Tesla. Who cares? You have a Maserati. Who cares? You want to show it's a excuse me. It's a way of not being disrespectful, but you want you want to be the bully. You're the bully. You're telling people oh, I have it and you don't. Who cares? That's why I never flexed stuff. I never flexed. There was no need to flex. You know what I'm saying? I want to show it off. Why? Because you you hate... It, it's weird. You want people to praise you? You got this bust down AP. You're an idiot. First of all, I was watching um, St. John's GQ, his, his rocks. But it wasn't even like crazy expensive... It wasn't a crazy expensive jewelry. No, it probably was because some of the stuff was engraved and it was chrome hard and yada, yada, yada. But if you guys, you guys should go check that out. You seem like a cool down-to-earth guy. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I'm watching that and I'm just like, yeah, majority of the jewelry, there's no diamonds on it. He had a tennis bracelet that had a bear on it. He had a Rockefeller chain, but a pendant. But other than that, nothing really had like diamonds on it and stuff like that and i appreciated that because i'm just like there's so much more value into diamonds like you could tell that he's smart enough to put his money somewhere else than diamonds everybody's so fantasizing about fantasizing about diamonds i wouldn't want to put if the watch is forty thousand, why would i want to put another forty thousand into the you know into the watch just because I, it's a status symbol status quo so i could be like i have it and you don't who cares you you wasted so much money. Now I'm gonna get a Rolly. I'm that's just something I gotta do. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a plain gem. I'm just gonna get a gold one. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to bust down Rolly. I feel like that's that's ta- it's so tacky that it's so tacky that everybody's getting that now. And it's weird for me to say that on the outside looking in because I don't have a Rolex. But if all the rappers have it, there was something about being exclusive. There was some exclusivity about having a Rolex. That showed you like that you were popular, that you were of somebody of status, you know, that you had money, that you had a Rolex, you know what I'm saying? But you weren't flashing it. People would notice it, like, oh, he has a Rolex on. They wouldn't be like, oh my God, you got a Rolex. People would know, oh, it's either an AP or, it's either an AP or um, Patek Philippe or a bust down Rolex. You know what I'm saying? You're just like, well, it's either one of those three. If you're gonna bust down something, it's hard to bust down a richer mill. And plus, and richer millies are super. Um, rare they only make those every now and every year they only make they make a few every year a few hundred every year so and those are like worth six figures a rolex is not worth six figures it's up there in the it's in the high fives and there's some rolexes that are worth you know i mean six figures and stuff like that but that's if you modify it and bust it down and do all this weird random stuff to it you know what i'm saying you could that forty thousand dollars you could have bought you a lexus a new lexus and a rolex you're winning, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. And you're winning. They can't say nothing to you. You have a Rolex and a Lexus and the newest Lexus that's out. You know? It's about money. It's about money. And like I said, when I get older, I'm probably going to have a lot of gold. I was never into diamonds. That was just never my thing. I didn't see it all the time. I never seen diamonds, but my grandparents always wore gold. They always had real gold, gold rings, whatever the case may be. I was never into the whole diamond phenomenon because that's a new that's a new thing. It used to be gold back then, like in the eighties and the nineties. Even in the early two thousands, it used to be just the gold. But like ever since like past like two thousand ten till now, it's always been about diamonds, 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 diamonds. And what people don't understand about diamonds is a lot of them are conflict diamonds, and they won't tell you. You know what I'm saying? They won't tell you if it's conflict or not. You won't even, they, they won't even expect you to ask that question. And what conflict diamonds are, um, Sierra Leone, you know what I'm saying? That's one of the places where they would kill people over diamonds. People are mining diamonds and they're killing them. Wars. 
in Africa over diamonds. And, and they're selling them to us. The highest bidder. And then we're buying them. You know what I'm saying? And we look like the idiots because we don't even know that half majority of these diamonds are half the diamonds. Or conflict. You know what I'm saying? And that's your pe people are getting killed over diamonds. That should never be the case. So that's another reason why I'm kind of iffy about diamonds. And if I do, I'm going to ask a jeweler, are these conflict? You know what I'm saying? Because I can't do a conflict diamonds no more. And diamonds are artificially made now. They call them cubic zirconium, but I'm talking about they as that it's a little bit of that in like a real diamond. Like they make that. You know what I'm saying? So it can last longer. So a diamond can last longer. But um Yeah, man, I just diamonds are diamonds are tricky. I'll probably have diamond earrings and stuff like that. But I'm more into the gold. I, and gold just looks for me in my style. It's subtle. It's classy. It's subtle, but it also stands out enough to where you notice that there's that I have gold on. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't like the whole. Cause diamonds is too flashy. The first thing you're gonna notice is my diamonds. I don't want you to notice the first thing. Obviously, you're gonna notice if I have a Rolex on. You're gonna notice oh, I have a Rolex on, or if I have gold chains on. You're gonna notice I have gold chains. But it ain't like the first thing I want you to notice about the outfit. Like I seen Jay Z wearing. A Rolex and a picture. I, I didn't even notice he had a Rolex on. He just it was just there in the photo. I'm like, oh, you had to go around. He, oh, I was like, oh, he got a Rolex on. I'm like, but I didn't even notice. That was the first thing I noticed. He had this big green shirt on and a plains hat and his dreads. And the last thing I noticed was the Rolex. I was like, oh, yeah. And then he has the Rolex. I was like, he put it together really well. You know what I'm saying? And those guys even back then didn't really have diamonds like that. It was like I said, diamonds was a rare rarity. It was like, that was the exclusivity of hip-hop. Like, if you had, in rap, if you had diamonds, you were exclusive. Like, no one else could touch you. But now, everybody got diamonds. So, and, but no one's wearing gold. Because gold is, gold's going to come back. And as soon as somebody of influence starts wearing gold again, everybody's going to wear gold again. And I feel like gold has way more value than diamonds. But maybe not. What do I know? But that's what I'm going to be on, is the gold and the sterling silver that stuff is quality. It's quality. You know what I'm saying? You can buy a lot of those. And it's still nice. The stuff's still nice. If you have if you're worried about expensiveness, you know, you could be like, oh, this was this chain was five hundred dollars. It's real. It was just worth five hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't have to be a bust down, whatever, in order for it for it to have some type of meaning and money a monetary value. It could just be whatever. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean but back to growing up, I know I went off on a little tangent there, but growing up, go up at your own pace, um, and you'll be fine, honestly. Everybody's going to grow up at their own pace. Everybody's going to do what they want to do, and um, yeah, so just, I don't know, man. You're fine. You're fine. Don't even worry about it, kid. If you feel like you're failing or don't know what your life is, well, if you don't know what you want to do with your life, well... You know, sit down and have a talk with yourself and say, what are you going to do? And I know it's easier said than done, but you, you, if you make time for yourself to be on social media and watch TV, that's, that's the time that you take to, take to talk to yourself and have self-reflection and to figure it out what you want to do with your life. And like I said, it's a, but it's a slow process. It took me two years to figure out what I wanted to do. That was a long time. Two years is a long time, if you think about it. So that was two years of me going through the going through emotions and just BS and stuff, you know what I'm saying, for me to be like, okay, I know what I want to do now, you know what I'm saying, it took me that, that, but sometimes it takes that long, and sometimes it may take even longer, but you got to just sit, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show, life is a show, and until your curtains close, you got enough time to figure out what you want to do with your life, so don't worry about it, um, the next thing I wanted to talk about was using the N-word, and the impact it has on society. So I was talking to my friend Kim, shout out to Kim. Um, a few days ago we had a conversation and she was just like, how do you feel about people, non-black people using the N-word? And to me, it never really bothered me. You know what I'm saying? Because people that are super pro-black are gonna be like, wow, come here, didn't bother you. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it just didn't bother me. <laughs> it just didn't. And because I know at the end of the day, it's a word. And if you look at the history of America and black people, they never let us have, they never let us have anything, you know? So 
that shouldn't become as a, as a surprise. And you should be flattered. Honestly, other people saying the N-word is like Kobe Bryant doing Michael Jordan's fadeaway. You're imitating. You know what I'm saying? It's imitation. So I appreciate the imitation. I just want the respect that comes behind it. People don't educate themselves enough to know. Like when Kobe was doing, when Kobe did the fadeaway, that's, that's like the perfect analogy. When Kobe did the fadeaway, he studied that, that fadeaway. You know what I'm saying? And that's not his move. That's Mike's move. Everybody knows that's Mike's move. If you're a basketball historian and a basketball fan, you know that that particular move is Michael Jordan's move. You know, but it's Kobe has his own flair and flavor to it and stuff like that. But I think that, yeah, so I, that's what I just think. I just think that, you know, subconsciously they want to be, ooh, hit my, hit my face on the thing. Subconsciously, people that are not black, not people of color, so not black people, I, because but but people of color means you know you're Asian, Hispanic, whatever. But non-black people, I'll say that it's it's a it's an imitation thing. It's flattering. I'm like, okay, you want to be like us? It's a subconscious thing. They'll tell you no, but they do. Obviously, but and then people are gonna be like, well, you don't want the struggle. Don't state the obvious. Obviously, they don't want our struggle and what we had to go through and what we had to endure. Obviously, because who wants to go through that? We didn't even want to go through that. So what makes you think they want to go through that as human beings? And as people with common sense, why would you ever, like, that? don't state the obvious. But at the end of the day, it's just a word. Um, and I get it. There's a deeper con connotation. You can't tell me it's, you can't say, you can't tell me that it's not just a word when I know it's not just a word. You sound ignorant. You're talking to a wall because, first of all, I know. <laughs> I know. But I also understand that there's people, some kind, I understand people. And whatever we do, they think it's cool. So they're going to say the word. If we keep saying the word over and over and we think it's cool, then it's just cool. Period. You know what I'm saying? And we're never not going to stop saying the N word because it's cool for us. It's cool to us and it's going to be cool to them. Whatever we do, they do. Just like that. Like Ludacris says. When I move, you move just like that. You know what I'm saying? So, it's imitation. It's what it, it's what it, it's what it really boils down to. It's just imitation. I'm probably going to catch hell from my black community and also other people because saying that you we want to be like y'all. You guys do. That's true. That's the truth. You want you want to say, I don't want me to say a cold hard fact. When everybody got that same, the Duke starting five haircut, guess Asian people were doing the same thing. They were blowing their hair out. They were getting the perms. They were blowing their hair out. And they was getting taper in the fade. They were getting the taper fades. They still get them. I don't remember. You think I, and you think I forgot? And you think I forgot? An Asian dude, one of my cool friends, I'm not going to name drop him. He asked me, can I get waves? I said, what? But ask me. Getting waves is like, it has, to, it has everything to do with your hair follicles. Now. Um, people have naturally wavy hair. Like my cousin, Sean, he has naturally wavy hair. You understand me? So he doesn't have to wear a do-rag necessarily. If he, if he, I mean, well, he does to keep it trained and stuff like that, but he could just brush his hair a few times and it will start to wave up. And waves are just curls brushed down. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, um, I wanted to be like, no. You can't, but I was like, maybe if you try, then you can train your hair that way, but it wouldn't be, it would be super wavy. You wouldn't have ripples, like how you see people with 360s and stuff like that. That's ripples. You could get waves with just regular straight hair. You can just get, because your hair can just get wavy. You can do that. You can train your hair to do that. But it takes like a long time for your hair to, because if your hair follicles are straight, ours are kinky. Like, look, like, the way it was explained to me was like, if you look at a ribbon, that's black people's hair follicles. It will just curl up. Like, it will just be kinky. You get it wet, it was going to kink up, right? And the only way to make our hair straight is if we damage our hair, right? That's the craziest thing. Are we, you know, permit, whatever, relaxer, you know. It's, but anyway, it's kinky, right? But if you look at, um, and it was like, if you take a straw, that's white people's hair, some Asian people's hair, uh, Mexicans are really Mexicans really do the waves. They wouldn't have a lot of ripples, but they can do the waves because their hair is naturally just curly and wavy as well. But or Hispanic people, I shouldn't just say just Mexican people, but 
of Hispanic descent, they can do the waves. So, but everybody else that's not black or Hispanic of Hispanic descent, it's pretty much just straight hair. It's pretty much if you look if you look at a straw, and that's the follicle of the straw of the hair. It's just a cylinder. It's just like that. It's just super straight. You try to bend a straw, it's not gonna work, right? You try to curl curl a straw around your finger and see if it will fall back. See if it will stay stay to that shape of your finger. You know what I'm saying? It probably won't. It'll probably try. It'll go back straight. But if you do that with a ribbon, it's not. It might stick to your finger a little longer, and it's gonna have that same form that it was on your when it, when it was wrapped around your finger. So that's just a, one of the examples. I just broke that down to you. So when they were doing that, blowing their hair out and getting the taper fades, I was like, yeah. That's when I knew. That was like 2015. A seventh grade, excuse me. I was like, oh yeah. That's how I, I was like, yeah, you guys want to be like us. I, but I knew that. Like, that was subconscious. I thought everybody, you know, it's a, it was cool to set a trend. But when everybody said, that's cool, we're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? And white people didn't do it. But they've been taking, they've been biting our style for a long time. So I'm not even really worried about them. Um, because every, I don't even want to talk about this, but I do because it's the truth, man. White people have no culture. You know what I'm saying? They have no culture. Think about it. There's just barbecue burgers and hot dogs and beer. Like, that's not a culture. That's weird. You know? I'm not going to say it's weird. Because I like barbecue and burgers. I don't like hot dogs like that. And I don't even drink beer. But to me, that's just like an American thing. That's an American thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, Like, black is an ethnicity now. Like, I'm coining it as an ethnicity. Ethnicity is like you're Afghanistan, you're Iraqi, you're, um, you're Jewish. You know, like... Obviously, you're white, but that's your, your ethnicity is you Jewish or whatever, right? From Zimbabwe, uh, from wherever, right? That's your ethnicity. That's your culture. It's a cultural thing, you know? And they have their own cultures and stuff like that. But I don't know where I'm from. So we made, we took the good with the bad and said, you know what? This is our culture now. So the hip hop that you hear is our culture. The food, the soul food, our culture. You know what I'm saying? Like like Jay-Z said, like the ish that you discarded, that we ingested, we made it good, we made the project away, you came back and reinvested, come on. Bar. I'm I'm reading what real soul food is, and it's the whole pig. It's the whole pig. You got the pig lion, pig back fat, and pig feed, and the cheek of the pig. I'm like, who's who the hell's eating all this? But I realized the pig was like the dirtiest animal. And if you were hungry, and they would discard the pig, kill the pig, you would cook the pig, you would eat the pig. So it makes sense, right? Chicken feet and liver. I'm just like, well, who's eating this stuff? But it makes sense. The South. Everybody came from the South that was black. Your descendants are from the South, so if that's all they ate, then obviously you would have an acquired taste for that type of thing. Right? But, so I'm just like, that's crazy. But, so, they took soul food from us. Not necessarily, but that was our thing. Soul food's our thing. People love soul food. It's like one of the most popular dishes in America is soul food. If not, it's, it is the most popular dish in America. It's soul food. Greens, cornbread, and whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is the most popular dish in America. I think it is. And it's probably behind burgers and hot dogs and beer. It, probably. But <laughs> but everybody can't deny, like, oh, yeah, soul food's good. Yeah, you can't, you can't sit here and say so. I never heard of one, not one person say soul food is nasty. And if they did, they lying to you. They lying, so they lying hard. They lying hard. They like, they like, they like Squidward. When he like Krabby Patties ain't good, and he had all the Krabby Patties, and went to his thighs. Then you blow up, and then he was just dead. You know, and he wasn't dead, but he, he just, it was it was banging. He couldn't he couldn't resist it. You know, you don't have to eat it like that, but you can't resist the or the the soul food. So the soul food, they love that. They love it. They imitate it. They love it. 
They be having their own dishes based off of soul food. They love it. The haircuts, the clothes, the jewelry, the fashion, the like, everything is predicated off of the Harlem Renaissance and what we did in the 20s and so on. They won't admit it, but even now, just the rap music. You're not listening to no pop, no K-pop. You're not listening to no. You're not, you're not listening to any Asian music, any Asian rap music. You're not listening to it. If you're Asian, Hispanic rap's a little different. That's like what's that like reggaeton or something like that. But even then, they're not even listening to that. They would prefer Lil Baby over Bad Bunny, depending on who you are. Majority of the people in America are saying, when, 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 I'm a little baby. They're not saying, bad bunny. Bad bunny! They're not saying that. They're saying, little baby. They're saying, gonna. They're saying, the baby. Even though I'm not a huge fan of the baby. But I respect the baby. They're saying, future. They're saying, thug. They're saying, all that, man. That's, that's like, that's our culture. That's us. You know what I'm saying? The diamonds, the Air Force Ones, the, the... Everything is our culture. You know what I'm saying? That's our culture now. You know what I'm saying? And they try to take it. But understand and appreciate that it's not even about... It, and this is so just like not even important. It's very... It's a The analogy is like super, 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 super thin. Not even thin, but it's like a... It's like walking on thin ice. Like it, don't, it, it might not even correlate, right? So I'm working, right? I'm working the door at work. Making sure people, counting the right people, counting, pretty much just counting heads, right? I feel like a bouncer at the club. But um, just counting heads, making sure that it's all, it's all good. But um, so now I had, I had this pink flannel on. And I had got it from a different store. And I was like, yeah, this is hard. You know what I'm saying? And I had a feeling somebody was going to ask me about my pink flannel because it was just loud. It wasn't like, because I had I had a van, black vans, I had some black jeans on, white tee, and I had the, the pink flannel. It was loud enough to where you like, you notice the pink flannel. Only thing you're going to notice is the pink flannel on my outfit. So I was like, okay, cool. So I'm counting heads. When the white dude came, he was, he was shopping. Like, okay, him and his group of pals, whatever, buddies, came in, was shopping. And they were like... The white guy asked me, he was like, um, he said, yo, where'd you get your flannel? Like, he was like, do you guys sell like the flannel you have on now? I was like, no, we don't. I was like, I got this from American Eagle. But then I was like, he wanted the same flannel I had. And then I was talking about this conversation. Now he want what I have. It's a, it was a poor correlation. But you see, the way I made it look, I made it look cool. So guess what? He wanted, he wanted it because it looked cool. You know what I'm saying? And fashion's a little finicky, but they weren't wearing the flamboyant stuff. We were wearing the flamboyant stuff. And they were like, that's cool. Now we're going to wear the flamboyant stuff. And guess what? Now they'd now they be claiming it as, like, as if it's their own. It's not. But that's real. I mean, I don't want to keep harping on because I can go on for hours and hours about robbing black people. But like I said, people using the N-word is like Kobe... Kobe, you know, mimicking Mike's fadeaway jump shot. The only difference between the two is that Kobe gave respect and he acknowledges that Mike was the one who did it before him. So if you're going to use the N-word, respect and acknowledge who pretty much said it was okay. Some people are, I, now personally, I'm probably going to be one of those people like, hey, if you're using the N-word, you're not black, can you just not say it around me? Now you can say it wherever else you want to say. You can say it around your mom, your dad, your people, you know what I'm saying? But if you're not black, just don't say it around me. That's totally fine. I just don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? If I'm walking by and hear somebody saying, I'm not going to stop and say, hey, don't say, it around, don't say it around me. They might not ever see me again. I'm not going to say that. But if you're like, you know, if we're going to school or whatever the case may be, be like, hey man, just don't. For working, you say the N word, I'm like, yo, man, just don't, you know what I'm saying? Not around me. You can say it around, you can say it to him, but not around me. And we're cool. I just want to let that be known. I'm not trying to overstep my boundaries. I'm not trying to tell you what you can't say, but to me, I feel uncomfortable. So can you just not say it around me? That's all I ask. I don't mind asking you to not say the N word. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, you're Kobe. You're Kobe shooting the fadeaway, but you're not giving me my respect. That's the only problem I have with this whole situation. It's just giving my respect. If you're going to shoot the fadeaway jump shot, give me my respect. 
Because if you, because I want you to ask a, a, um, a, a person of Asian descent, an Asian person, to be like, when if, they, if their hair is blowing out, be like, who did that before you? Who did that before you? And, and if they tell you, and they're, co- and then they're, and they're cool, they're Kobe with the fadeaway and both respecting Mike. If they say, I don't, I just seen it on the internet, I thought it was cool, but no, dog, come on, who was doing it? Because you had the little weird bowl cut, you know what I'm saying? You had the weird bowl cut, or you was growing your hair out. You had the little Justin Bieber thing. You blew your hair out and got a taper fade, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're talking about I got it from the internet. No, Justin Bieber, you had the baby bangs, boy. You didn't, you didn't had a you didn't had a starting five. And then everybody wanted the the, the Odell. You know what I'm saying? But that was a faux hog. But um ooh, I had the uh the faux hog. I mine was dyed orange like Odell's. But then I just got to start in five because I was like, man, because this is when Duke, this is when this is the last time this is the last time they won a championship. This was when Duke was super, super, super popular. It was super, super, super popular. And then, yeah, so they just won a championship. And then everybody had a starting five haircut. And then the audacity. I'm seeing people wearing durags. Asian people wearing durags now. Can't even, don't even have waves. Just wearing durags. I'd be like, bro, what? Like I said, I don't care. But it's funny because they will never admit. They're, they're, they're Kobe without admitting the fadeaway. You got the fade away from me. Imagine if Mike was like, he got the fade away from me. Everybody be like, no, he didn't, Mike, because he didn't say he got it from you. But who was he watching growing up as a kid? You. And I was doing what? The fade away. So guess who he got it from? Oh, okay. That's all. That's all we want. As black people, I'm going to sum it up. We want you to respect the fade away like Kobe did with Mike. Respect the fadeaway. We know you. We know our moves are good. We know we cold. We know we got some cold stuff, and we cool peoples. You know what I'm saying? But respect the fadeaway. If you're gonna say the N word, respect the fadeaway. That's all I'm gonna say. You a white person, respect the fadeaway. You an Asian person, respect the fadeaway. If you Hispanic, respect the fadeaway. If you Indian, respect the fadeaway. Native American. Respect the fadeaway. And we feel your pain. They, they, t- they, they took your land and they took our people. Both. We feel your pain, Native Americans. We feel your pain. But still, respect the fadeaway. Because we do that with every other culture and ethnicity and race. We respect the fadeaway. We're like, we're not going to overstep. So I, 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 there are certain things I'll be like, I don't even know if I can do that because that might offend somebody that's Asian. But they don't even care what offends us. I respect the fadeaway. Can you do the same? Can you respect the fadeaway? Respect the fadeaway, man. That's all I'm going to say. You going to say the N-word? Just respect the fadeaway. You can be Kobe Bryant all you want, but just know who you got it from. Just know I'm the GOAT, and you got it from me. And it's okay. I'm not trying to sit up here. It's a word. It's universal. But there's a lot of negative connotation behind the word, and there's a lot of there's a deep-rooted meaning behind the word. We had to create our own language you know what I'm saying? Because we couldn't understand and we were illiterate. This is a part of the reason why we had to create our own language. We were illiterate and we, you know, so we had to create our own language from what we heard. And guess what? They use that to this day. To this day. They use the, they, they use Ebonics. It's not even called Ebonics no more, but it's Ebonics. I'm going to call it Ebonics. That's what it did. They use people that are not black and use Ebonics. And, and that was our word. Respect the fadeaway. You know what I'm saying? Because everything came from being black. So just respect. I'm going to say it one more time. Kobe got the fadeaway from Mike. But he respected the fadeaway. He respected Mike's game. He probably asked Mike, can I steal this move? Mike said, go ahead. Kobe respected the fadeaway in the game of Michael Jordan. So much that Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul, is Mike 2.0, realistically. Now, the only difference between America and black people is they don't respect the fadeaway enough. There are some out there that will say that I got it from a black person. There are some people out there that will say that. But most of the time, a good portion of the time, they don't respect the fadeaway. And 
respect. Uh, but my thing is respect the fadeaway. That's simple. But that's the name of this title. Respect the fadeaway. For real. Respect it. Because I'm cold. Like how Mike was cold. We're cold. But uh, the last topic I would like to discuss is, okay, so the Tyson versus Jones fight, Jones Jr. fight, the fight card recap. I didn't want to order the fight. Now, I'm a hypocrite. I ordered the fight. Me and my mom went half on the fight. We ordered it. We watched the fight. It was actually really entertaining. I appreciated the fight, honestly. I appreciated it. You know, I'd never seen... I've seen fights of, not not in my lifetime, but like, it's hard because it still is my lifetime. And if they're showing them on TV, then they're your lifetime, right? And so I've seen Muhammad Ali fight before. I've seen Mike Tyson fight before. I've seen Evander Holyfield fight before. I've seen Will Jones Jr. fight before. I've seen, I just didn't grow up with him. So that's the only difference. That's the only caveat that, that you can say, I didn't grow up with him, so I didn't understand the buzz and the hype behind it. And we don't have that. The, the last time that was like that was Floyd and Deontay Wilder, but he got knocked out by Tyson Fury. That was the only time that, like, the last fight hype was, like, a buzz, you know, was Floyd. When's Floyd fighting? Everybody, everybody's watching Floyd fight. It's coming back around, you know, but everybody, it, they're signing the ESPN and stuff like that, so. And no one's really buying pay-per-views no more like that no more because he got rid of HBO. He got rid of HBO and... Showtime is really not showing pay-per-views no more, and this is weird. But this was on pay-per-view. Um, I enjoyed the fight. I really enjoyed the fight between Jones and, um, and uh, Mike. Um, I wasn't mad about a draw. I thought probably I thought Jones was winning the, the, uh, the, the early rounds. And then when it got to the latter rounds, I think Mike closed the show. I think Mike won the fight, but not by a lot. Probably by a, a split decision. But they gave him a draw. Um... It was either going to be a split decision, Mike, or it's going to be a draw. I don't think Roy did enough to win. Um, but, um, yeah. So, and Mike looked great. Mike, Mike looked like he could do the full 10 to 12. 10 or 12. Roy was tired after, like, five rounds. He was, If that, he was tired after, like, the... Um, yeah, after five rounds. It was only... The fight was only what? It was only, like, 16, uh, 16 minutes. It was a 20-minute fight. But, still. Still a long time to be in there. Because fighting, like... <clears throat> Excuse me. Majority of fights on the street last about forty-five seconds. It takes a lot out of you. It's a lot of energy, a lot of adrenaline. You're nervous when you first fight, right? You fight. So, yeah, Mike was just you know did the damn thing, and I and Badu Jack it was a good. That was a good fight. Um, even the earlier fight when the dude got knocked out. There was two knockouts, which I appreciate on the card. There were only four fights on the main card, which I really appreciated. I don't want to sit there all the damn time watching the fight. Uh, you know, you know, you know, you know, pay per views are long winded and stuff like they're just super long winded. But um, that was a pretty good fight. Oh, but um, wrap this up pretty soon. But um, anyway, yeah. So um, but we're not even here to talk about uh the Jones Jr. fight or the um. The uh 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 the Badu Jack fight I couldn't I had I had a brain fart. We're here talking about Nate Robinson and Jake Paul. Here's the thing. I seen a lot of people hate like not even hating but the the justification on why because everybody I'm from Washington I'm from Seattle. They're gonna be like you know they'll say like oh but you you they're like everybody was just clowning Nate and for good reason. You don't do that. Nate, no, you don't go in there and do that. He called him out. First of all, he called him out. He said, I did it for the culture, and I did this, I did that for my kids, which is fine. Doing it for your kids and doing it for other athletes out there that there's no limitations. Other athletes know that there's no limitations. But one of the few things that you don't do is box. Now, you could be in the NFL, but he's too old for the NFL, right? And his time has passed for the NFL, I don't think he could still do it. But if you tell him, he can. But <laughs> if you ask him, he probably could. He, he probably thinks he can. Excuse me. But um, I think that this should have been more of a, a better calculated risk. And he should have probably got a better training staff. 
Say it one more time. Calculated better a better calculated risk in a better training staff. When you fight, the first thing they teach you, the first thing they tell you when you touch them up is protect yourself at all times. Follow my instructions. Everything I say you must obey. Touch them up. Protect yourself at all times. Nate did not protect himself one time. And if he did, he was clinching. Jake Paul was like, okay, it's just part of the fight. And if Nate got into like round three or four, the fight was going to be over. Anyway, Nate was going to get knocked out regardless because he didn't have the stamina for it. You can tell. They're fighting that cruiserweight. I'm like, Nate's 200 pounds? He put on a lot of muscle for that because probably Nate's probably not even 200 pounds, realistically. He's probably like 185, in shape 185. He's, I'm talking about he's 5'9". Nah, I'll give him probably about 5'8". Give him the benefit of the doubt saying 5'9 with shoes on, but Nate's not that tall. Right? So he can still play basketball, don't get me wrong. He's the only three-time dunk champion in the whole nine. But he has to understand something. First of all, he called him out. And Jake Paul has been in a professional fight. It's like me calling out somebody that who he could be a, a 18-year-old kid just like me. But if he has fought somebody, you don't know what the hell he did in, in the past. And obviously, Nate probably watched Jake's last fight and was like, I can beat Jake Paul up. You can. And if Jake's been training for a few months or close to a year, he already has the experience. First of all, he has the experience because he knocked, first of all, he knocked out somebody. His first fight, he knocked someone out. I don't know who he knocked out. It was probably some celebrity. But he knocked him out nonetheless. Or some fighter. But he knocked him out nonetheless. He knocked him out. And then you're going to turn around and try to challenge someone who knocked someone out? No, you wouldn't do that. No one in the right mind would not would do that. You know what I'm saying? But Nate was like, he was there for the same reasons St. John was there. Roy Jones was there. Um, Wiz Khalifa, French Montana, Sway Lee, Snoop Dogg, YG. He was, he was there the same reasons all those guys were there. To get a bag. Honestly. Because, and I was just like, I, po- I said this. I was like, you're right. You're damn right I wouldn't fight him. I wouldn't fight somebody who knocks, first of all, knocks someone out in their first fight. I'm not that broke or stupid to do something like that. I'm just not. There's other ways to make money. Period. You can have your own YouTube channel. You could be a trainer. Um, your own AAU team. I don't even know, man. But you want to fight a professional fighter. Because Jake Paul, nonetheless, is a professional fighter. This is his first. This is the second professional fight. And he has, and he's undefeated. You have to respect the, the hard work and time he's putting into this. And he wants to take it serious. Now, I get Jake because if Jake doesn't want to fight no more, he still has other opportunities and business ventures that he's doing. But at the end of the day, you don't. It's why? 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 You, you, that's the wrong guy to fight. Out of everybody to fight, that was the wrong guy to fight. You don't fight him. You don't, you don't, you don't fight him. Out of all people... Like, and I'm out here sacking like he's Floyd Mayweather, but he's a professional fighter and he's fought. And then you get knocked out. And everybody was like, he lost, so he's not welcome back here. He's not welcome back here because he made a damn fool out of himself. And him thinking that... And that's another thing about the male ego. I will admit mine. I'm a walking contradiction. I'm a walking hypocrite. But the one thing about me was I'll admit mine for sure. I don't know why Nate thought that he can beat up a guy who has been in a professional fight and who has knocked someone out in a professional fight. I don't know why Nate thought that. And Nate didn't even defend himself. It took Jake Paul eight punches to knock out Nate Robinson. That's crazy to think about. So, Nate, I know you're not listening to this. And, I don't, I, and if you are, hey, appreciate it. But don't do it again. As a fan of yours... Your NBA career, don't don't fight again. And Jamal was like, "You guys wouldn't dare." You're right. No one would, because no one's that damn stupid. I'm calling someone out. I think I can beat. And if Nate really thought he can beat Jake Paul, then that is the, the damn shame. I didn't know 
you get CTE from playing basketball. That's a damn shame. He must have got CTE from his college days because that's a damn shame. You can't think that. You, and that's to show you that Nate can defend himself. And everybody was like, Nate can defend himself in a street fight. Anybody could defend himself in a street fight. It's just a matter of can you fight? Nate can't fight. He can defend himself. Defending yourself and fighting is two different things. I can defend myself, but I don't know how to fight for real. If I got in the ring with a professional, I'm getting my ass whooped, period. Even an amateur fighter, get my ass whooped, period. So, they don't know how to fight. I know how to defend myself. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a fight fan, and I feel like I got pretty good cardio. I trained for it. I had pretty good cardio. I would pace myself. Throw a couple jabs, move around a little bit. You know? But you don't go all out. All out. Nate was bull rushing him. That's how he got caught. Bull rush, he, he slipped out the way, threw an overhand right, put him to sleep, face first, on the canvas. The fight's over. The fight, ring the bell, ring the bell, ring the bell. The fight's over. The ref didn't even give him the count. The ref, he got knocked out the first time. He walked around, the ref was like, you want to continue? He asked him like four times, you want to continue? He's like, yeah. It was a clean shot. The first knockdown was behind the ear, it's clean. The second shot was on the temple? Hit him clean. Nate was seeing stars. Nate was like, "What did I? What? What am I doing?" You know, he didn't even know, he didn't even know where he's at. And then he got bum rushed. He hit with an uppercut. Nate tried to come back and throw his own punch. He ducked out of the way. Threw an over the hand, um, overhand right. Hit him clean on the jaw. Clean on the jaw. Nate went down. And to learn how to take a punch is a two totally different things. Learn how to defend yourself and taking a punch is two different things. Most cats can't take a punch. It hurts. And most don't even know how to take a punch. There's a technique to, to knowing how to take a punch. When you take a punch, especially in that setting, in that format, first of all, your training staff, the first thing they should have taught him how to do is protect himself at all times. Even just protect yourself, how to roll, how to roll with punches, how to slip, you know what I'm saying, how to counter. All defense mechanisms of fighting, because if you don't know how to, our defensive strategies on, on fighting, because if you don't know how to do, if you don't, if you don't know how to do none of that stuff, then you're gonna get knocked out. Period. Like you just saw. You could do all this. He didn't even train. It looked like he didn't even train. Honestly, it looked like he didn't train. As soon as he got hit a few times, as soon as he got knocked down the first time, he got mad. And I was like, you can't get mad. You got too emotional in there. So he got knocked out. <laughs> Realistically, Jake Paul stayed calm. He was calm, cool, and collected. He was like, okay, I knocked him down. I got him where I want him. The fight was, he lost the fight. because if, 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 So the first knockdown is a 10-8 automatically. So he loses the fight. 10-8, and then they'll take your points. So long, you know, they'll take your points if you keep getting knocked down. I, I think the lowest you could have is about like five, I think. And, you know, so... Yeah, so anyway, so when the 10-8 came, I was like, so if Jake Paul wins the rest of the rounds and there's no other knockdown, Nate loses the fight regardless. He'll, but he'll be more respected because he survived. <laughs> he survived Jake Paul. Surviving Jake Paul. Um, that would be the new meme. But he didn't. He got knocked out. So um, it sucks. It sucks for him because and everybody can take it like a champ. I'm like, no, the world's way harder and harsher than his friend's. Um, because you don't do stuff like that. You can't call somebody and get knocked out like that. You, you, I mean, you can. It happens to everybody. Excuse me. But he made a damn fool out of himself. I'm not making no damn fool out of myself. And the guys that are talking mess, they wouldn't even be able to get in the ring with them. And I was talking mess. But they won't admit that they won't, they won't get their ass knocked out. By an amateur fighter. You're getting your ass knocked out. If you fight an amateur fighter who has even 30 amateur fights, you're getting knocked out, period. It can be with headgear or without headgear. You're getting knocked out. It hurts. And learning how to take a punch. Back to that point. You clench your um, jaw. If your jaw is open, you get hit on your jaw, you're getting knocked out. You're going to sleep. You're going to break your jaw, too. Idiot. Um, so close your mouth. Clench down. Close your mouth and clench your stomach and take the punch. It's going to come and it's going to hurt. All punches hurt. It hurts. Even those guys were 53 were throwing bombs, throwing shots. It hurts. They're like, yeah, the punches hurt. You see Roy was scrapping his stomach. Those body shots hurt. 
Those type of punches hurt. So, yeah, it, everything hurts. That that hurts. Um. So yeah, learn to take a punch. And like I said, learn to you, you can defend yourself on the street, but you get into a, a fight that's referees and it's sanctioned by the state commission and the whole nine. Have a, you're gonna have a tough time, bro. You're gonna have a tough time. Because whoever's in there with you either has some fighting experience. And if you're gonna call someone out and have no fighting experience besides in the what Shaq said he knocked somebody out in a club in Boston, that don't even count. That don't even count. Because he probably wasn't throwing punches back. He will he probably wouldn't even throw the proper punches. When you throw a punch, you turn over your punch. You throw in a jab, you turn it over. It's a jab. You throw it and you bring it back. Uh hook, turn over the hook. Get more power on the shot. So, yeah, just Nate. No, they, Nate don't know how to fight. I'm just gonna say that a lot of us don't know how to fight, but a lot of us do know how to uh, defend ourselves. And I mean, hey, I wanna learn how to fight. So if Eric get in that situation, I, I know how to use my hands and I got a gun. So how you gonna do it? How you wanna do it? But um, I'm looking at my list of notes, and I think that is about it. Um, yeah, what we learned today, Nate can't fight, um, respect the fade away and grow up at your own pace. But other than that, uh, let's go ahead and give ourselves a round of applause for sticking this through. If you listen all the way, I appreciate you. Um, it has been a pleasure. It has been an honor talking to you guys once again. We're going to keep the train rolling and we're just going to keep moving forward. You know what I'm saying? But that just about does it for me. I am your host, Fly Guy D.Y. Diaz York, the Prince of Seattle, your boy Slim, and I will talk to you guys later. I'm out. Peace.